Welcome to the Self-Employed Journey. This podcast I've developed for those of you who are self-employed or you want to be and you're looking for that little bit of inspiration, some motivation, tips, tricks, and tools to really thrive and survive the ugly statistics of small business failure rates. I invite you today to subscribe now and follow along with us on your own self-employed journey. Let's start this episode by saying, you know what? Okay, we've we've posted a couple episodes after the fact that we said, hey, business planning, and we're going to separate this into four sections, but we're going to, you know, post a couple episodes that were fun topics, like Cammie says, in between. We're getting really serious into our business planning. Yeah. Well, I am. No, I'm I, deep in. no, no. Like, like I told you earlier today, I've I feel bad that I don't have enough time to dedicate to this a hundred percent. I will eventually, but I am definitely relying on you to uh, do a bulk of the, uh, the details right now. So I think that our listeners can learn from this because I don't think that you should feel bad because as people are building a partnership and as you're kind of stepping into this so-called marriage. I have told every single person that steps into a partnership, like, guess what? You're getting married. You're signing a document. I mean, you're not, it's not a marriage marriage, but you're, you are accepting each other for who you are and you're moving forward and you have strengths and I have strengths and you have weaknesses and I have weaknesses. And this beginning phase of what we're going through is one of my greatest strengths. There's nothing for you to feel bad about because this is, it's well, what I, I guess, do. I guess in a, in another way to put it, right. So even though our business relationship is set up as a partnership, so 50, 50, like I've told many a young couple with marriages, it's not 50, 50, it's a hundred, a hundred, right. Is mm-hmm. you've got to give a hundred percent and the other person has to give a hundred percent right now. I'm giving a hundred percent of what I have available. It's just yes. not, I just wish I had more available time to give. I guess that's maybe the frustrating part for me. It's not that I'm not giving a hundred percent. I'm just not yes. giving, uh, you know, as much time as I would like to. And that actually, I think, makes a really good partner. So for people who are listening, who are thinking about going into a partnership, because it's very risky. It's a very risky thing to do. I never thought that I actually would be even thinking about one. Like, you know, I've had friends that have had really bad experiences in them. I just know that as we're moving forward and as you're explaining how you're feeling, that that is just exactly the piece that like I'd feel the same way if you were doing all of this and I was sitting back a little bit not able it's not that you're sitting back but just don't have that much time to dive in as much as I do I feel the same way so I think that that is a very good start to a partnership very good start I mean there's it's gonna be flip-flopped right you know I mean there's gonna be times where I'm I'm able to devote a little bit more time to this yes I'm going to need you to because Cammie, you know, she's sick one week. <laughs> I might not put that on there, but seriously, I'm ridiculous lately. So, but, but you know what? I, I actually wouldn't cut it because it's, it's real life. And without getting true. into particulars, you know, you're, you're going through some, some health issues and we've actually had to cancel a couple of podcasts when we thought we were going to record it because, you know, if you can't get a hundred percent, it's just maybe not worth putting out uh, material like that and you needed to focus on getting better so weren't you so proud of me the other day you were proud of me but i just want so, to point that out to everyone <laughs> I, you know in the in the flying world 
what you did by saying like, okay, you're right. When you made that decision not to go on with a podcast because we knew it wasn't going to be 100%, it just reminded me of the flying community where the young co-pilot decides to send himself around instead of accepting a bad landing or a bad touch and go. You see the light went on. It's okay to say go around, and that's kind of what you did. So I went back and reverted to my, my flying mentality. You did. You kind of laughed at me. You're like, oh, you're learning something. It is a very hard lesson for me because I just want to keep going. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. But yeah, there is, I'm sorry. You're not going to get 100% out of me. And yes, I've been down for, I don't know how many days until yesterday. And then just once I'm on, you can't stop me. So I've seen the texts and messages at like 4am or whatever it is when I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, does she ever sleep? No. I mean, yes, I sleep when I'm sick and then when I feel better, then they just dive in and I'm like, oh my God, I'm annoying my business partner while he's trying to sleep and take care of his family and cook dinner and play with his kids. But I literally cannot, I'm like, I can't turn it off and I have to send it. I'm diving deep into business planning and right now, actually, so I don't know how much of it that you've read through, but we've really defined our problem. We've defined our solution. I'm now diving into target market, who they are and, and what what they look like. That's step number two of the business planning phase. You Okay, so here's the awesome thing about doing, you know, target market research. So I use the Bureau, Bureau of Labor the Statistics Bureau of or Statistics. something? I don't know. Yeah. The, the, yeah, labor, the, Bureau the labor Bureau? Of labor. The, the Labor Bureau of Statistics? The, is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> Well, look it up. God, people are going to get annoyed with my blonde moments. Whatever it's called. Bureau of Labor. Labor of Bureau and Statistics. I don't know. Okay, I, don't I, can't, know. I, can't, I can't have you doing that. Let's, I'm looking please. it up as we speak. <laughs> please, please fix this. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Thank Real you. unbiased data. That is my go-to website for my initial research for job statistics. I don't remember how long ago it was, maybe four weeks ago, when I was sending you the statistics of what we're doing. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you put that in the business? Did you put them in the business plan? I'm not yet. I am pulling it now. I'm pulling it out and putting it in there. But yes, that the reason why I was doing that is, oh my gosh. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's what we're doing. And what's exciting is when you're looking at the data and you're using it, it's forecasting out 10 years. This data goes 2018 to 2028. And it will forecast what that job is looking like. Is it growing? Is it staying stagnant? Is it, is it decreasing? So for example, bookkeeping. Being aware that, you know, that bookkeeping position, that might not be there in a couple years. You know, as you're looking at the statistics, bookkeeping is going down by like, okay, I don't want to misstep or whatever, but I, I, I think that it's like 14 or 16%. It's going down. And that's because of automation. When we looked at our management consulting and what we're pulling together alongside the CFO consulting and all of that, it's going up. And the reason why it's going up is because now that you have all of these things being automated, you know, these businesses are able to spend their money strategically on management consultants to help them in their business. So it's really actually very exciting for us and for other businesses who are able to utilize that 
artificial intelligence to speed up some of their processes and then bring people in like us to help them then refine even more or, or find those areas of improvement. That makes me think about the last podcast. Is it Georgina? Yes, Georgina. Yeah, so, so with Georgina talking about when she brought people in, like a CFO and a project manager and things like that, where it pays for itself in the long run. I can see why that statistic is there. So if, even if you, I don't want us just to probably target companies or businesses that aren't doing well, quote unquote. I want to, you know, target businesses that are doing well, but want to do better. And Absolutely. so I think that's, you know, I think we can run the gamut or spectrum of, of businesses. So that's cool though, about the statistics. I, I really haven't delved too much into that website. So I'll have to take a look at it. Cause there was some cool things that you were, you know, screenshotting and sending to me. I was like, Oh wow, that's exactly what we're doing. And that that's fa- fantastic. So it's good when you pull up the data and it's better than you expected. So when I pulled up that data for us and I was like, Oh God, Oh my, like, this is awesome. This is really good for us because this is what we're really driven and experienced to do. And when we're finding that and we're building that, it's just, it's just that much more, but okay. So in our business plan and you know, this goes along with a little bit of training that I'm doing, let's talk about barriers to entry with this market. So yeah, there's a huge growth that's about to happen. However, it's so easy to get into this because there's minimal certifications or, you know, you, you really don't need a lot to be a management consultant, which is crazy to me. As I'm diving into the barriers to entry, I'm going, wow, anyone could do it. So look at us. Okay, so Cammie's got an MBA. Lee's been in the Air Force 25 years. You know, when you're done, you're retired 25 years. We, you've got all this management experience. I've got all this an- management experience. On top of that, though, we're going to couple it with me getting certified as a management consultant and getting a CMA, which is similar to a CPA, certified management accountant. By adding those to our business, to our knowledge, to what we have to offer, that puts us up above the rest. And so that's something that I think others need to kind of think about when they're looking at their business and they're developing their business plan and they're looking at barriers to entry and they see that it's really easy to get in. What can you do to make yourself better than the others? Because if we're just going to walk in and say, hire me because I'm amazing, they're going to want to see, and I hate to say this because I'm not a CPA and I train CPAs. That's what's crazy, right? It's like, I I hate to say this, but a lot of people do fall back on that. Well, what's behind your name? I totally understand that. And as you know, we've talked about, you know, I've got three associate's degrees in accounting and aviation operations and instructor in technology and military science for what that's worth. Uh, then $3 might get me a cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I did get some certificates and stuff like that along the way, you know, professional manager's uh, certificate. And I'm pretty close to having my BA and it's one of those things where I just need to get off my ass and, and, and finish it up. It's true. I mean, there are some people that do want to have something else to look at to say, oh, okay, great. You've got management experience for 25 years, but what else do you have? For those people that are, are going to be asking for that, it'll be, it would be nice to have. Well, months. here's the deal though. And we talked about this. There's strategy, 
with our partnership and as if anyone else is going through this, uh, building a partnership, there's strategy. And, and I said, you were like, ah, oh, God, I got to do this. I got to get my bachelor. I got to do this. I got to do it, you know, right now. And I thought about it for a little bit and I was like, wait, nope. Because, you know, you're working full time and you're adding, let's build this business together. You know, the timing of it, we don't need to wear you down before we start. No, I, I, I get that. I don't know if this is through, this answer came through laziness or just being highly efficient and smart. I don't know. There's a thin line between the two. But I told somebody, they're like, oh, you don't, you don't have your degree yet. I was like, no. What would a future employer want? Would they want somebody that has a degree from 25 years ago? Or somebody that has all that management experience and a recent degree so that they are on top of, you know, maybe industry standards and things that are going on now. I'm telling myself that is the, is the route for me. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else, but to me, it makes a whole lot of sense. I actually like that. Here's the deal. If someone has a degree from 20 years ago, what I would say to that is they better be bulking it up with a lot of continuing education credits right. or things, right? And so all of the certificates and everything that you just told me that you had that I had no idea that you have, you need to send me those so yeah. I can bulk you up because those are important. A lot of what we learn is on the job. Oh, definitely. 99.9%, right? I'm a, I'm a boom operator. I refuel airplanes. And so I've always tried to seek out ways to stand out and gain knowledge in different areas, right? So I'm not sure if, how much you know about this, but I, I worked on a big simulator project for uh, boom operators called the BALS, the Boom Operator Weapon System Trainer. I had to go through an FAA simulator certification course for that, which is, you know, a lifetime certification. It, it opened up a whole new arena of things for me to learn. And then working on the project, I had to dabble in acquisitions and contracting and finance, speaking and talking with engineers who spoke a totally different language than I did. Trying to navigate those waters got pretty interesting. And I had to use a whole different uh, skill set that I, one, I didn't even know I had. I had to develop on the fly. Uh, and continue to develop to to make that project work and you know it was it was a huge huge deal for for me and the air force it taught me so much it was one of the best things i ever i ever did in my career because it just stepped outside of my comfort zone i have a question yeah. do you have a resume so like a civilian resume oh. <laughs> like if i was going to this is like where Powell accounting solutions would I, yeah. do, 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 no, I do not have a resume for that. What, okay, so what's the difference between, okay, this is where things get confusing for me or interesting. A civilian resume versus a well, ours is military more like a, resume? No, no, ours is not really. So I have my records that shows what I have done. I also have my biography that's a quick synopsis of everything I've done and locations is it a and book? awards. I wish. Um, it sounds like a book. It, you it have a, could be your a own small, biography already? I, look, it's not a memoir, okay, I, yet. I, can I read it or is it private? No, I, I can get it to you. Yeah, I need to see that. I've been watching Katie. She is meticulous. I, I absolutely love this about her. So she's very meticulous and she wants her resume and cover letter and everything to be spot on and exact for that you know particular job that she is applying for and she's not just changing one or two words she's going through and thoroughly 
matching and looking up the company and making sure that it addresses the things that they are looking for. After seeing all that, I'm like, oh my God, that is an absolute nightmare uh, because I think it was just four jobs that she may have applied for, but it took so much yeah. time to do a quality product. That's in my head. I'm like headache time. I don't think, well, okay. So I've had a couple clients doing business that asked for my resume, which just felt kind of weird, but I was like, okay, like we may need to come up with something. I, I love yeah, the way no, that you're sitting right now. I mean, it looks like you want to poke yourself in the eyeballs. <laughs> You're just like, talk about done. resumes. You got to punch me myself in the face. You're literally done. No, but I like the process that she has because actually that stands out. Those are the people that you, you know, that resume, wherever she's submitted it to you, they will notice. She just got an email today saying that they, she'd like to be interviewed on, on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. And she's, she's yeah. only been doing this for a few weeks. I could go on and on and on about, you know, how, oh gosh, I've seen so many resumes and so many bad ones. What kind of job is she looking for? It's like a success coach because she got that her would, like, master's fit degree in with in us. I know she could uh, come in as a partner. Have you talked point. to her but about that? Maybe in passing a little bit, but. Based on her skills and her, I'm just curious if you've talked to her about her starting her own thing with you guys having two little kids at home. I'm okay. just saying. No, no, no. I, so I've joked about this for years. I said I would be her office manager if she wanted to start her own success coach business. I don't know if she thought I was really serious, but I think she would be amazing at it. There's no reason why she couldn't do that. Well, I, you know, maybe that's where we come in. We could help start it, right? Or Absolutely. Hey. It'd be so exciting. I love helping people start their own thing. And just knowing that, like, that's the passion and that's what her background is. And this is not where I expected this podcast to go. However. No, you, you know what? And maybe this is just how this one's going to go is, is a little weaving yeah. in and out of stuff. Okay. So there's, there's something that I heard. And I cannot remember the reference, but it was like, legit. And I'm all about having legit references. After, after getting your MBA, you realize you need a legit reference. You don't just go onto Wikipedia and find information, okay? Somewhere they had said, you know, people, and, and especially now, I think through COVID, people are going out on their own. There's a large percent, and I want to say it was like 49% of people that are W-2 workers are going to be moving towards consulting or doing their own thing, working for themselves, self-employment, which is awesome. But also I want to train them all before they jump. To be quite honest with you, I think I've said it maybe to you, but I definitely said it. To, well, I said it, I said it in a text to you yesterday when you sent me the business plan. I was like, wow, you're amazing. And I told Katie, I was like, there is no way I could have done this by myself. After looking at what you're doing, it boggles my mind the amount of stuff, let me just say that, you know, put it all in a, in, a, in a big bag of stuff that I did not know. Maybe I could have fumbled my way through it, but I don't really think so if I've got to be 100% honest. It, it, it is pretty cool. And, and so I am seeing firsthand how much somebody like you with your experience and knowledge and expertise can bring to the table. Can't say anybody's going to be 100% successful, but I can tell you that you're probably going to be not that successful without all this knowledge. I, I just can't imagine. Maybe you get lucky and you, you, know, you invent like the coolest things than sliced bread and you just get lucky that way. 
but most of us aren't that pretty cool I'm, I'm learning a ton every every single day so this is that's the fun part for me i would say so there's a lot of businesses that go in, there's every single day someone starts a business and is not as proactive or advanced or has the knowledge that i have and and they're successful like I've said before, I started businesses without doing a business plan. Definitely more successful when I do a business plan because a lot more comes through. You know, I've run into companies where they they are reaching out for consulting because they need help and they've been they've been running for 25 years on their own. They started their own thing. They've been running for 25 years. However, when I look at what they've got going on, I'm definitely like, hold on, how have you been operating for 25 years like this? Because it's very stressful. I mean, at 25 years, you should be more, able to- More profitable? More profitable, more, you know, you're not working in the business, you're working on the business, like Georgina was saying, like, let's get I'm to that, that point. I'm telling you, that was my favorite quote of that whole podcast. Yeah. You know? It just, it, it was like, you might as well have put like neon lights flashing around that quote. Uh, that's how much it stood out to me. I, I love that. Well, I, I took it back to, you know, and, and thought about my job right now, you know, in the Air Force and am I too much in the weeds in the business and not working on the business of developing future leaders and boom operators to go out and conduct our nation's tasks? I think that that may be one of our values. And one of our values that just popped out to me as I'm writing the business plan, and I think you would agree, is objectivity. Mm. Okay. I realize that the companies that we're here and ready to support, or maybe new businesses, or whoever we come into contact with that's a right fit for us, the only thing they do not have that we can offer is objectivity. That's basically separating facts from feelings and allowing no personal biases or desire to have an effect on specific issues or questions. My simplistic way of putting things, you know, we don't really have a dog in the fight, right? Other than that, we just want you to succeed. We're not going to take sides or anything like that. You're right. We're going to be objective and, and just kind of tell you how it is. Take it or leave it. You know, we, we want you to succeed. That is our ultimate goal. Actually, let's talk about this because we talked about, I get a little distracted. I was, I've also been sick. What do I need to accomplish within the next week? Lee, please help me. I was like, just right. can you just give me some direction because right now I'm lost. I don't feel good. And I just need that one thing. We talked and you said, you know what? Pick a course and then not develop it, but have like the outline from beginning to end. Right? Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to see the cradle to grave of it. Yeah. You're like, what does this look like? Like, I want to see that. So how about that? And, and let's put a deadline on it of September 25th. Got it. It's in my head. Perfect. What does Cammy do? Cammy goes, hold on, we need a business plan because in order for me to develop that or go from start to finish, I need to know who my audience is. I need to know, I need to know a lot of things before I even get to the point where I'm, I'm in the development phase. You're right. So I took it a step back once I started feeling better and I was like, this is very important. And I think that going through that, so if people can really just sit down and to, it's tedious, even though, yes, I'm very good at it and I can, I'm, I can do it very quickly. It does, it does take a different piece of your mind to really analyze and figure out like, what is this? What is this? We're creating like this baby 
from nothing and I'm putting it on paper doing that and then having these words pop out like objectivity am I even saying that right yeah okay that was huge for me because I realized every management consultant is going to come in and have the same but how do we make ours stand out what do we have that they don't and how are we going to make this better than everyone else yeah I was gonna say because at the end of the day we want to be more effective right the more effective we are in what we do uh, the more sought after we're going to be. So, And the more people we can help. I mean, I honestly, I will always go get back to, I don't want to be a multimillionaire. That's not my goal. My goal is to help people. And by helping them, it's actually helping us. Here, we're, we're not selling like short, you know, we're not shorting stocks and hoping for the demise of something. <laughs> you know, no. we're actually hoping that people do much better at the end of the day. And not just the and business that, owners, but the well, employees. No, and, and, yeah, and this is something where, to be honest with you, at the end of the day, when I look in the mirror, I want to be proud of what we're doing. I don't want to feel sleazy that I sold this thing and I know it's not a great product or, or whatever the case may be. It's just, it's not me. What I do now is what I want to do in the civilian world, right? And that's mm-hmm. develop people. I know we talked about unleashing their full potential, but basically making them see what they can't see yet allowing them to achieve bigger goals. And and then once they achieve those, find out what the next bigger goal is. And And that's where I think Katie may step in and be a really good fit for coaching. No, I I don't know if you want to work with your wife. No, I mean, I I work with every day to try and develop two little human beings. You know, why not try helping developing other people? It's weird that it may have cut, it may come out of this podcast that we, you know, we may have like an offshoot, like a third area yeah. that we could actually develop. And so that's something that I think we should keep in the back of, you know, put in our hip pocket because I just think that's something else maybe that we bring to the table. A one deep management consultant doesn't have. It's hard to gain 75 years of experience in one person. I think that's an unstoppable force. I think we should end this by just inspiring others if they're in the process of business planning and they've gotten to the point where they're looking at the target market. It was the most challenging piece for me in the beginning when I started it. It's a lot more research and a lot more analytical thinking what your product or your service is and who's your target market, but also it even goes deeper than that. You know, determining, learning now in my sixth year of business that you don't say yes to everyone that comes your way because yes, okay, they might fit your target market, but guess what? There's a whole lot more about that company that's coming to you that you need to kind of filter, you need to filter through and make sure it's a good fit so that you are getting, getting the people that value you that are giving you the fives. We talked about how we wanted open-minded, you know, companies come mm-hmm. to us if, if you're ready to take the next step. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't seek people out if you're not willing to take their suggestions or direction. You know what's exciting about this? Okay, we'll end it on this. It's What's exciting about this is that when you're in the development phase, anything is possible within limits. I mean, we're, we're, I'm now, you know, adding in the financial plan piece. So we've got to figure that out and see like, okay, how is this going to flow? When we're developing this, this is coming from our, 
our hearts and everything that we feel and we want to achieve to help others. And so as people are developing their own, do the same. Don't just go, hey, I'm going to throw this together because I want a freaking mini golf course. Like, what does that mean to you? What are you providing? What is it that gives you joy out of creating a mini golf course? Is it to see all the, you know, happy kids out there? What is it? What is it when you find that and you go with it, then then you're in the right spot. And I think about Katie in this too, and we're developing this from scratch. So who knows? I think that people should just really develop what they are hoping to do with that instinct and that drive and the passion that they're wanting. Yeah. And I think that once you brought up something, uh, I was thinking about as you were talking that once you start developing that business plan, there are things that you didn't think about that you can add in there. Things that you're, Oh, you know, I better, I better put this in there. Cause that's something to think about or something just like this, where it's like, wow, there's a new opportunity that actually I didn't think about before, but as I go through this planning process, this could actually really, really take our company business, whatever to the next level. So it's something that maybe I need to think about our last podcast together, where we talked about innovation and things like that. That's one of those things that it's almost like an Insta, it's an Insta innovation, right? Oh my God. Uh, light bulb just came on. Let's, let's put that in, into this business plan and develop it more. I like it. Mm -hmm. Text us any ideas, comments, questions, concerns about what people want to hear. So what, what's that number again? Okay, text us 360-927-2005. FYI, Insta Innovation. You like that's that? Our new, should we, that's should, our new tagline. Can, can, can we, should we, should we patent it before the podcast goes uh, Um, public? I don't think it's a patent. I think it's a, a copyright. A copyright. So, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> My, yes. I mixed the two up. I don't know, but let's just say that's one of our, that's our tagline. Okay. You're, you're, you're welcome. Done. Thank you. I mean, what do you mean you're welcome? You're part of this. <laughs> <laughs>